Today, I'm honored and excited to welcome the co-founder of Wellco, former model and wellness entrepreneur, Elle McPherson, to the podcast. Elle's openness about her evolving wellness journey and commitment to self-care is inspiring and refreshing. We talk about what led to the life-changing moment she met her nutritionist and began her conscious food journey, and why the plant-based elixirs at Wellco are a staple in her diet. She speaks candidly about what she's learned from the many ups and downs in her career and personal life, giving us tidbits of timeless wisdom. Elle McPherson, welcome to the podcast. Oh, Colleen, it's great to be here. Yeah, it's been too long since we've caught up, so I'm glad we have this conversation to catch up on, on all things wellness. And I know wellness is a huge part of your life. So can you tell me a little bit about your wellness journey and when wellness became such an important part of how you live? It's one of those things that, you, you know, I can't pinpoint one particular time when wellness uh, uh, became the most important thing in my life as it is today. But um, I have noticed in the in the years that there is a clear correlation between wellness and beauty. Mm. And actually, it's with that foundation that we have um, created our wellness business, Wellco. It's sort of bringing together wellness and beauty. But um, when I was younger, it sort of felt like beauty and youth went hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And today, it seems to me that beauty and wellness go hand in hand. So that's been a, quite a big um, understanding or recognition. And for me, uh, it's quite a personal story, actually. Uh, as I as I got close to fifty, I realized I couldn't rely uh, purely on genetics anymore for my looks and for wellness. And so I started to um, research uh, with the help of a wonderful nutritionist in London and a, a team of nutritionists, actually, um, to find out what I could do to support my body um, through the next phase of my life. And my nutritionist put me on a green powder that really addressed the symptoms that I was having, which was lethargic, um, weight gain, dry skin, poor digestion, not sleeping well, not good quality hair and skin and nails. It was really um, the situation where I had a problem, I um, researched a solution, and then I worked um, very closely with a good friend of mine who has now become the CEO of our company, and we formed the company to share this message with other women because it had such profound effects on my life. I just wanted to share it with other people. And here we are today um, where our customers are saying exactly the same thing as I did. You know, as soon as they started taking these powders, they started seeing that they were having... Uh, that they were losing weight, that they had more energy, that they were feeling better, uh, their skin was looking better, and people were complimenting them about the way they, you know, their the way they look. So, it's been a it's been a really interesting journey. And you talked a little bit about before you were fifty, you were relying on mostly genetics. Did you have a wellness routine prior to that, or was that the the trigger. I think it was a fitness routine, really. Yes. I grew up. <laughs> That's you the know, way we used to think about wellness. Yeah, working it, out, doing a lot of cardio. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, making sure you counted your calories and count your carbs <laughs> and, you know, you you were fit and strong. And, and I have an athletic body. So, you know, that was normal for me. But what I didn't realize was that I could look as fit and strong as anybody else, but I wasn't feeling particularly great so my you know my adrenals were being stressed and um, I was just really not looking after my body and I didn't realize it I went to my nutritionist at the time and I said look I'm taking all these vitamins 
and I dumped them out Look in the table. Look how healthy I am. <laughs> and she said to me, they're all synthetic. You know, no wonder you don't feel great because you're not absorbing your nutrients. And she always says, you are what you absorb. And I realized that I was making efforts to, you know, look after myself, but I, I didn't have the right tools at the time. So um, no more synthetic vitamins. I just take my one, you know, all-in-one uh, super creams today. And that is, you know, as a formula specific for me, which um, I have a lot of the things that, you know, most women want. And we've, you know, we've, we, we, with our team of um, nutritional doctors, we've really evolved the the formula so that we looked at what most people's um, common ailments are, and you know, we've put unusual ingredients together like um, horsetail and omega threes for skin, but shiitake and miyaki mushrooms for uh, the immune system, and probiotics and prebiotics for digestion. So it's a very considered formula. Um, to support, our, we have 11 systems in the body, as you know, <laughs> and uh, it's been an interesting journey. What brought you into wellness resonates with so much of our audience where there's not, you know, one trigger, but they're just feeling a little bit blah, whether it's not getting enough sleep or just a little bit lethargic. And how has your, your fitness routine and what you do every day changed since you had this realization? You know, as we said before, yeah, it's not really about fitness for me and, you know, um, weighing myself or trying to sculpt a particular body type. What I love to do and and make sure that I do every day is get outside um, or do something I love. I remember you ran to our hotel when you were in Miami. (laughs) Yeah. And it was perfect. I was going to run on the beach. You had a beautiful space on the beach. Um, and I paddleboard or I go water skiing or I hike or I ride my bike somewhere or take the dogs for a walk. Um, I swim laps. I love vinyasa flow yoga, which I do at the end of the day. And I love the community. I do it in a class. So, um, you know, sharing that kind of um, spiritual beingness um, with other yogis is, is an important part of my day. And you talked a little bit about your evening ritual. What about any other wellness rituals that you swear by? I believe our wellness journey is always evolving. And I'm sure for Great. you, you know, you we start something and it works for us. Some things work more, some things work less. Some things are more difficult to do, but they're actually the things we need to be doing more. Of course. For example, meditation. I don't know how many, I'm sure many people have said, oh, yeah, I'm going to go meditate. And, you know, you start gung-ho for a couple of weeks and then it's like, ah, oh, forget about this. It takes too much time. <laughs> I'm too busy. <laughs> and that's exactly when you do need to be doing it. Um, so I... Um, you know, I have certain little meditation um, practices where I I sit just before I eat for about three minutes and just do uh, a sort of meditation. And for me, that could be gratitude um, or it could be just quiet time just so that I'm quiet. And if I do it before I eat, I know I'm going to do it a few times a day. Right. And, uh, and in the morning specifically when I wake up. And sometimes I'm really slack and I don't do it. Uh, And then I feel like, you know, I feel terrible. And I think, why do I feel so bad? And it's like, oh, duh, I haven't really been taking time out. So um, meditation. um, And do you have a particular type that you like? No, I I, I, I like guided meditations. Yeah. And uh, 
counting breathing yep. and positive visualizations or a particular visualization where I go somewhere and I can taste, feel and see everything. Or sometimes it's just simply being very quiet and listening to my heartbeat. So there's so many things you, you guys can Google online. There's so many great ways to do meditation. There's no right way or no wrong way. But basically it is taking that quiet time where you're actively uh, making an effort to be present with yourself in a quiet space. It's so important. Mm. I definitely agree. It's one of the first things to go when people get busy. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think when people get busy, we are the first thing to go. That's you know, a good we, point. St- we stop being self loving and we put work first and our kids first and our bosses first or, you know, all the things that we have on our list we need to do. But I've found when I am quite diligent with looking after the things that are important to me, I, everything else flows more easily anyway, and I get more, I achieve more because I'm in a better space. Right. You have the creative space and head space to really tackle things in the right mm. way. So there's this concept of self-care that we, we talk a lot about. Um, we see a lot of it on Instagram. What does it mean for you in, in your life? How are, how are the ways that you take time for yourself besides meditation? I think it's very important for, for people to take time um, because it's, where, it's when we have those quiet periods. And now for some people it's going to the gym. For some people it's a, it's a, it's a run or, or a walk or listening to music. And as I said, I love to do yoga. I also I love to be in the country and just walk if I can, you know, yeah. in trees and walk, um, take the dogs. Or, um, But the reason why that's so important is that when we have that quiet space, it allows for inspiration to come into our lives and once we we make space for inspiration to come in we can then activate that and then start using that inspiration in our lives but um you know something i said to my son the other day and he goes i i said si what's your passion he says how do i know what my passion is i'm 15. <laughs> i said well he says no, I, I just don't know and i and I said, well, listen, if you if you spend every moment paying, playing video games, how are you ever going to find out? Because you're not, you're not, you're just doing the same thing over and over and expecting to, to get new energy into your life. You've got to, you've got to do things in order to create things. Right. So uh, for me, I love to do yoga. I love to listen to music. I do my meditations. I love community with nature and with animals. And uh, and I make sure I do that every day. We had the brain health experts, the Shurzai doctors on the podcast, and they were talking about the importance of purpose as it relates to longevity and wellness. So it's great you're starting those conversations now with your son. I think absolutely purpose is for me is the basis of every decision I make. It, you know, I, I really want to make purposeful decisions because it gives me the inspiration to continue doing what I'm doing. I understand why I'm doing it because there's a purpose behind it. I'm not just doing it for the sake of doing it. And I, I really realize that, um, you know, if you work smart because you are purposeful in what you do instead of work hard, you can really enjoy your life. And I said to my son the other day, I said, you know, listen, if you, you know, if you can find what you love and love what you do and do what you love, it doesn't feel like you're working anymore. Right. It's like you never work another day in your life. So, you know, I, for me, that's a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And would you say you found that purpose now with wellness? Sharing, uh, sharing what I've learned in wellness uh, with this wonderful, authentic uh, uh, company that produces the most high-quality products considered with a, a team of nutritional doctors and um, and people that are really uh, passionate about what they do and, and skilled scientists in what they do has been just um, one of the most uplifting periods of my life right now. So you talked a little bit about this in the introduction, the merging of both beauty and wellness. And what I'm seeing now from what's happening at Mind Body Green is that wellness is becoming the new way in which women express their personal values, much in the same way that beauty or fashion has has really helped do that in the past. Why is there this convergence happening right now in the fashion and, and beauty lands and this obsession with wellness? I think our message is spreading and catching on. That is, beauty comes from within. And if you look after the inside, and that means emotionally, spiritually, and nutritionally, it will yeah. show on the outside. And so, you know, it's sort of like appealing to uh, somebody's vanity, but in the process, you're encouraging them to look after themselves at the same time. So maybe, you know, the inspiration is I want to look good, so I'm going to start taking these products. But then I start taking the products and I feel good and I look good. And actually, I really want to make other changes in my life. So I'll make a, a, a step to drink more water this week, or I'm going to take a step to eat more plants this week, or I'm going to be conscious about where does it come from? Where does my food come from? Where do my nutrients come from? And be curious about that. And so I think it, it is, you know, maybe the indoor was the desire to be beautiful, but the entrance into that door is actually a deeper understanding as to how our body works and an appreciation that, you know, beauty really does come from within. Whatever gets more people through the door is a good thing. <laughs> so in your role, you must have insight into a lot of ingredients that are effective from a health standpoint, but may not be on all of our audience's radars. What ingredients or herbs are you really excited about right now? Well, with Welco, we have 45 ingredients in our Super Elixir. So I, I take my Super Elixir every day and okay. the protein powders. But the things that I'm really passionate about at the moment is sprouts. Okay, tell so us more. So I have a sprouts dealer, uh, and I can tell you <laughs> it is um, it's quite funny because he's... he's Do you he's meet a, him on the corner? He's sort Miami. of black market, <laughs> and I have to call him, I have to make my order, and he <laughs> delivers, and it just reminds me of my childhood in all good ways. Um, so my sprouts dealer, and I get... Fresh sprouts delivered every week, which I use in salads and I use in juices. And these are micronutrients full of enzymes, and they just make every juice I do. And I juice two or three times a day anyway, um, vegetable juice. So, uh, you know, it's live it's live food, and it is just incredible. First of all, they're delicious. And is it grown in Miami? Yes, he's he's a Miami sprouts dealer. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure if you're in New York or wherever you are, you, lo you look at uh, sprouts dealers you'll do find these guys it have websites they do mine's <laughs> called got sprouts okay <laughs> and i out. so i get uh i get broccoli sprouts pea sprouts sunflower sprouts um i get a mixed mung bean and lentil sprout kind of concoction um what else do they have and they have you know seeds and you know it's a really great company 
So tell me more about what are going into these two to three time a day vegetable juices. Juices. I have a an angel juicer. It's a okay. masticator. So yep. it's like the two things, as you, you guys probably know. And uh, yeah, so they're not smoothies, um, but uh, and they don't take like, taste like smoothies. My kids won't drink them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I have coriander, um, parsley, celery, kale all the different sprouts, cucumber, lemon, ginger, turmeric, and if I'm being cheeky, I'll have half an apple, and <laughs> two big spoonfuls of um, super greens, because that's actually quite bitter by itself, but my super greens um, powder is, has got a more pineapple taste, so I use that to kind of make sure I've got all my vitamins and minerals as well as the nutrients from the live juice. And I just shake that and drink it. And it's just incredible. I've seen my skin change overnight with that. And any other supplements that are part of your routine? Our audience is always interested in any herbs or supplements that uh, you find effective. I think raw food. As much raw food, organic raw food as you can find, as much sprouted live food uh, for me, you know, rather than taking supplements, other uh, supplements apart from Super Elixir, which is also whole foods, um, that's where I go. I'm more into modalities. Like I do stuff for my body. Like I sit in a um, an infrared sauna, for example. So I have a Thursage infrared sauna. Where my head sit, sits out, but I sit in the sauna. <laughs> and um, How many times a week? Gosh, there are times that I do it every day. Um, if not, I do it three times a week. Wow. Yeah, but it's easy. It's relaxing. I mean, you can get in and you can watch a movie or you can meditate or read or I try not to get on my phone, but it does have an EMF protector in it. So you actually can sit in there uh, with your hands out. Well, it's actually quite good because then, you know, you're not getting EMF from your phone. If It's yeah. probably one of the few times you're not. Right. So I sit in there. It's a fantastic company, Thursage. And uh, you can read all about them. And I, then I do things like dry body brushing yep. and hot and cold showers because I think the lymph system is really important. I keep hearing about that, but I just can't pull the trigger on the cold showers. <laughs> it's easier in Miami, I have to admit. Fair. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Although I'm impressed by the sauna in Miami because <laughs> yeah. that's harder. <laughs> well, yeah. But, you know, it's it's so good to kind of detox. And, um, and this particular sauna is you know, filled with gems that are also healing. And as I said, it's got this EMF protector. I'm obsessed about EMF at the moment um, because I just feel that we're so, you know, we have so much um, EMF in our lives and I think it's really important to be careful of it. So let's talk a little bit more about technology because it is something that is not always a force for good when it comes to our wellness, although when used in the right ways, obviously has lots of value. How do you manage your relationship with technology and social media so that it stays positive? I think technology and social media is very positive in so many ways. Um, and I've seen a huge change. In fact, you know, I, I have a Wellco is basically an internet business and, you know, we, we survive because our customers speak to each other through Instagram or through social media. They share their stories. So I'm so grateful for the internet and technology. What I find for myself is if I can get up in the morning and not touch my screen until after I've dropped my son at school and, and, done my outdoor activity and then I'll start like around 10 o'clock 
on my screen. And then I make sure in the evenings I put it down well before I want to go to bed. And is it in your room or not in your room? I put it on airplane mode and I, I haven't gotten to, and I'm, tr- I'm working on this. I want to try to get it out of the room and I want to get an elect, uh, I want to get a, a battery operated clock, you know, so that I don't have any, because mainly I use my phone to check the time, but right. I just haven't so got that no stopped yet. But I'm, I'm there. I'm, 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 I, it's on my radar. <laughs> so to speak yeah no it's so I think just just sort of saying okay there's certain times of the day that I'm actually going to check um I'm going to just say I'm not going to touch my screen or any screens it's just habit so I feel like if you break the habit in two or three days it's it's the habit's broken for me it's more about putting good habits in our lives not depriving ourselves so putting nutrients back into your body not taking things away and I love to kind of introduce new and and well things in my life so well habits or well processes like not touching my screen or um, like spending more time with friends or you know whatever there it's more of an introduction of things rather than taking things away it's a good perspective and the technology conversation isn't binary I, I look at it as the way our daughter gets to bond with her grandparents who are on another coast through FaceTime. So Mm. I see that as valuable screen time for her and and not as labeling it as good or bad. But I also see how excited she gets about the phone already at a very young age and um, aware of that. (laughs) One of the things that we've found at our store uh, downtown in, in, um, in Soho uh, is that, you know, a lot of times people have had a, iPads when they're doing their servicing and we've decided that we didn't want to have iPads because we want our customers to have direct eye contact with their salespeople. When we are on our phones we're always looking down and life is about you know looking up, being present, being here, seeing what's around you and in one way we capture it with our phones so that's another way of observing it as well and um, yeah I I, uh, I really see the benefits of technology, but I'm also mindful of how much I use it in my life. So Wellco is not your first entrepreneurial venture. So I'd love to know if there's any entrepreneurial life lessons you can share with our audience from your veteran status. Mm, That's a good question. I think life's a journey. And uh, the most important thing is that uh, you know it's got ups and downs and trials and tribulations and doubts and disappointments and but it's very important to see life as a journey and not to just isolate each incident because if you just look at one incident we could just give up and go this is all too hard but if we can see it in the big picture and see that it's unfolding then we can feel inspired to keep going and that has been my experience over the years because there's been many ups and downs in my career one of the other things that I find really important is the willingness to learn and learn from everything, learn from your mistakes, from your failures, you just learn because that's how we evolve. And I think the biggest mistake in life we can ever make is actually not learning and being willing to adapt, uh, you know, adapt to the situation that you're in and then adopt new things and new concepts and ideas when it comes to business. It's very important for longevity. Um, My father taught me some wonderful lessons. He was an entrepreneur and, you know, he taught me to um, work smart, not hard. You know, so many people are working so hard. They've got their head, 
looking down and, you know, when opportunity knocks, they don't open the door because they don't even see it. So uh, making sure that they're, they're, they're not spending their life wishing, you know, working away and then look back and go, God, I wish I'd done X, Y, and Z. So it's easy to say as you, as you mature, these, these kind of wisdoms become more apparent, I think, as you mature. And are there any life lessons for modeling that are super relevant to wellness entrepreneurship? Modeling is a fantastic industry because it teaches you to look after your physical presence. I mean, we make our livelihood from our bodies and our faces and, you know, our style. And uh, and I'd, I'd love seeing that it's going one step further, that we're realizing, as I said before, that it's, you know, it's important to uh, look after ourselves on a deeper level. And... Um, my experience has been, you know, when we do respect our bodies and our brains and our hearts and minds and spirits, uh, then we end up having, I don't want to say more success, but perhaps a more joyful life. And it's just sort of a different way of saying, okay, I'm looking after my body. Well, actually, now I'm really, truly looking after my body. Talking about truly looking after your body, a few years ago, and touched briefly on this in the introduction, you started questioning your health. Can you tell us a little bit more about that experience and how it evolved your wellness transformation? Yeah, as I said earlier, I just, I, I, I realized I, I wasn't feeling very well. I wasn't, um, I was like everything I was doing wasn't working. You yep. know, and I and, and I was trying to rely on my genetics. It's like oh, I'm going to be like this for the rest of my life. Well, no, I have to adapt and evolve, and um, really, uh, it's like doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. I was sort of doing the same thing over and over and accepting, you know, expecting the same results, but it wasn't working. So. <laughs> And that's when I decided to do a lot of research and find the best nutritionist, which became the best team of nutritional doctors, to help me understand how the body works and you know what the body needs in order to be an optimum wellness. And I realized when I was well, when I was truly well, then I looked better. And then when I looked better, you know, I, I had more opportunities in work. So it was a great, it was sort of a byproduct of looking well. And was your diet always pretty good before you brought on this team of experts? Uh, it was good, um, but I, I think I grew up sort of restricting food groups and foods and eating at certain times, and it, it was more like how to stay trim yeah. and, 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 and fit, and it wasn't really consciously questioning what's in my food and how am I getting the nutrients from it. You know, like, am I truly nourished? It's like the difference between having an iceberg lettuce and a, let and, a, and a salad full of sprouts and nuts and seeds, you know? Like, you could think that they both have the same, oh, I just had a salad. But the salad that has the sprouts and nuts and seeds is so much more enriching for the body. And I just wasn't, I didn't, I didn't know that until um, recently. And you talked a little bit about the timing of, of meals, and, and that's something that so many people are talking about at Mind Body Green, whether it's restricted time eating or intermittent fasting. What have you found works for you personally? 
Everybody's bodies are different. And what I have found is that when I take, for example, the super elixir, the greens, it um, one of the biggest problems I had was sugar cravings. And I was ravenous because I was, I guess I was creating a fungus factory because I was eating so much sugar. What type of sugar were you eating? Oh, you name it. It, Like cakes and, you know, biscuits and chocolate and, you know, sweet drinks or sweet juices or whatever I could find that had, and there's hidden sugars, pasta, um, you know, there's a lot of carbs that turn into sugar. So I just was always craving sugar. And uh, I guess because I didn't have enough protein and then I thought protein meant meat I didn't realize you could have plant protein so once I started um, swapping plant uh, meat protein for plant protein eating more greens and taking my super greens what I realized is that I could really manage my hunger and when I could manage my hunger I could make better choices for myself I think when we're well nourished we tend to eat more of the right kind of food for ourselves naturally because we're not on a binge and crave cycle. So how did you break your sugar habit? Started taking the greens. I know it sounds like I'm doing a plug. This is my story. I'm so sorry. It's like, this is my truth. This is what happened. Because when I spoke to my nutritionist, I specifically said, these are my issues. Yeah. You know, I want to feel energized, but I don't want to feel speedy. I want my metabolism to be increased, but I don't want to be hungry all the time. I, I had these sugar cravings, so I, you know, I, I, I need to manage that, what's going on. And she, you know, she talked to me a lot about um, acidity and inflammation and, and how inflammation can lead to the cells um, aging more quickly. And, you know, I just started to learn more and more about how, what chemical reactions go on inside my body once I eat the food that I eat. But all that aside, like you can get very technical about food and I don't suggest it. I don't recommend it for anybody because it's like a rabbit's warren. I think we need to keep it simple. So what gets you excited in the morning? I love waking up to the sunlight um, or the moonlight. I I wake up early and sometimes- How early? Sometimes five o'clock. That's early. Yeah, but I love that quiet time and uh, I live- I'm kind of envious that you're going from five to 10 without touching your phone. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a step. So you go from, what I did was I went from 5 to 7.30, and then I went from 7.30 to 8.30, and then from 7.30 to, from 8.30 to sort of 9.30 slash 10 o'clock. It's awesome. Yeah, so you do it in incremental steps. I think it's just like, okay, I'm not going to touch my phone when I'm with my son in the morning, when I'm making him his breakfast and taking him to school. And I does have, he have a phone? Yeah, he's on it all the time. I can't, I, I, I'm like, hello, hello. He's like, mom, stop trying to have a conversation with me at seven in the morning or six in the morning. I'm a teenager. It's like, exactly. That's why we're going to converse. <laughs> uh, yeah. So listen, I'm full of all good ideas, but the reality is, I, you know, we all have the same issues where we're, you know, trying to find balance in our lives. Well, Jason and I have just given up on the balance word. <laughs> we are striving for work, work-life integration because we felt it set a standard that we just we couldn't do. And then we would just get disappointed at ourselves when we were talking about work when we shouldn't be. So this new mindset, which I think is a lot of it, is really helping. Oh, see, that's interesting. I don't consider, see, for me, I don't believe in the work-life balance because I think work is life. We, you know, we we all, it's, it goes back to do what you love, love what you do, and you never work another day in your life. It's, right. it's, it's part of what we do. It's part of what we are, who we are. 
Um, yes, screen time, I think that's something. But just in general, our, our, particularly when you're doing stuff like you guys, I mean, you, you know, this is, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's part of who you are. Yes. So I think. It's the metaphorical first child. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Ellie that. <laughs> she might get jealous. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's interesting. We put so much stresses on ourselves. I'm all for de-stressing and de not so many labels and keeping it simple. And yeah, I could go on and philosophize for ages about, you know, food and diet and exercise. But really, I think we need to keep it pretty simple. And laughter is so important. Water, laughter, sunshine. Those are three great nutrients for life. And they don't cost much either. And we can do it. Yeah. Like it's barriers to entry, very low. It's like get outside for fifteen minutes and just go for a walk. And what keeps you up at night these days? Uh, well, that's a good question. Um, I could answer, but it might be a bit naughty. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. The reality is um, that's actually not true. It's all in my fantasy. <laughs> I have a pretty, uh, I have a little bit of a sleep program routine, which is that I turn off my screens. I used to, okay, get this. I used to lie in bed with blue blocker glasses on. They're having a moment right now. Yeah. Now there's the orange tinted yeah. ones that everyone's experimenting with. And then I was like, why am I doing this? First of all, it's silly. And second of all, why don't I just put down my screen? <laughs> like, what about picking up a book? <laughs> <laughs> then my problem is I'll pick up a Kindle sometimes. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no, not a Kindle, just a paperback book. Yeah. Or, you know, make a phone call to a friend. Or, you know, uh, I think even it's a novelty watching TV. I, I don't have a TV in my bedroom. Occasionally, um, we have a, a, the kids have a TV in the bedroom. They don't use them. The kids, they're, everyone's on their iPads. But, uh, yeah, I think watching a, a television show before you go to bed, like one episode of, I'm starting with the Game of Thrones at the moment. Oh, wow. So watch an episode of Game of Thrones, not in my bedroom, downstairs in the living room, and then I come up. But then I um, I make a wellness tea, my sleep tea uh, wellness. I spray, I've got a fantastic sleep well spray that I put on my pillows. And, um, and I just sort of prepare myself to have a sleep because... Uh, my nutritionist told me that if I could have seven hours of truly restful sleep, uninterrupted sleep, that that would be doing, you know, most of the regenerative work and detoxifying work that my body needed to do. And most of us don't get seven hours sleep. I certainly wasn't before I started seeing this doctor. I was getting four hours and thinking I was superwoman. Wow. So. Um, and do you keep your bedroom cool at 65 degrees or so? Uh, I live in Florida, so uh, it's the air condition like king world. Of, uh, no, I have the house at about seventy-two. Okay, and I don't like it too cold. Got it. But I do have blankets. I like the weight of blankets. Oh, you've tried that? Yeah. It it did not work for me, and also having a young child who often comes into my bed is right. very concerned about yes. the weighted blanket. Oh, I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, that definitely helps you go into a more solid sleep. sleep. I do some, sometimes you do that yoga pose, you know, when you put your legs up the wall? Yeah. So do that uh, if I'm having a hard time sleeping. Uh, take my sleep tea, take my, spray my pillow, take some deep breaths, and off I go. And to close, we, we always like to ask the same question. What life lessons would you give to your younger self? Wear some block. 
Yeah, I I could have protected my skin more, but you know, living in Australia, it was just I grew up in the seventies where you just put baby oil on and baked. Oh my god, that's what we did with the hole in the ozone. I don't know how we did that. So, yeah, but I I um I actually don't uh, I don't have any regrets about anything I've done in the past because I've You'll take the chosen, good and the bad. Yeah, and I've also chosen to learn from my experiences. Um, so. I believe, you know, what you think, what you feel, you make real. And uh, if you, you know, focus on what you want because you create you create your life with your energy of what you want. So, you know, don't focus on what you don't want or the mistakes you've made. That idea makes so much sense, whether it's for, for life or, or building a company of focusing on, on what you want. And uh, the rest will follow. Absolutely. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks. (laughs) Bye.